Welcome to the Pilot Podcast, where we review the pilot episodes of TV shows to answer your question, should I watch this? My name is Me Too. And my name is BJ. And this week, we're watching the Apple TV drama, The Morning Show. So stay tuned to find out if Me Too's going to start her own morning news show. No, I don't think I am a morning person prepared to do The Morning Show. They pull it together quickly. You can't wake up at 3.30 a.m. to get ready for the morning news? No, I can't fall asleep at 7 p.m. Your loss. So what happened in this first episode, Beach? So the morning show follows a morning news program called The Morning Show. And on the morning show set in Manhattan, we're following a new change in the hosts. Mitch Kessler, played by Steve Carell, has recently been fired due to allegations of sexual harassment. And then we have to follow his co-host, Alex Levy, played by Jennifer Aniston, who needs to process this news, present it to their audience, and along with the showrunner, Chip Black, played by Mark Duplass, they need to plan what is the future of the morning show. We also follow Bradley Jackson, played by Reese Witherspoon, and she is a local news reporter for the Southeast News Network, and she ends up being in a viral video when she's doing live coverage at a protest. And this actually gets her spotted by the morning news team. She gets brought to New York. And now there's going to be some questions. Will she be a new addition to the cast? Is she going to shake things up? We're going to have to wait and find out. What did you think of this initial episode? I liked the initial episode. I think that there were a lot of big moments that I could tell were intentionally big moments. There were so many monologues, so many big swells of music. I didn't know if both Apple TV and Netflix had access to Shonda Rhimes, the queen of the monologue, because there were so many speeches from each of the key characters that you were like, oh, this is the big one about truth in media, and this is the big one about being a woman in the industry, and this is the big one about being a man who is nervous and and is accused of this crime and is accused of sexual misconduct and is dealing with the fallout from that in immediately losing his job. And there were other big speeches about the environment, about fake news, about coal and <laughs> and carbon and rehab and addiction <laughs> with Bradley's family. And in each of those speeches, I could tell I was supposed to be moved, but I wasn't necessarily moved. And where I could see this show actually winning is digging into the juicier aspects of it. They're leaning into the drama of the behind the scenes of morning TV. It pulls stories from the book, Top of the Morning, Inside the Cutthroat World of Morning TV by Brian Stelter. And it also reminds me of that book that just came out about the view and the background of that. And these are such tiny worlds filled with very few people that are so influential that that is inherently driving in curiosity. That inherently makes you wonder what goes on there. How do they choose which stories go on air? How do they really feel about these things? What's really going on? But the big speeches and their opinions on these larger concepts, I'm not as interested in. So I think the seeds were there for a good, juicy show. I just didn't love all of the execution in this first episode and what they chose to focus their big, big moments on. 
I think you bring up some really good points where there's a lot of strong messages and strong performances by a really stacked cast. And I think the question then becomes, what does this show want to accomplish? Because there's a lot of different directions it can go in. And while we have the main storyline of how is the morning show going to move forward with the loss of Mitch as one of the hosts, I think that there's a lot of themes that hopefully the show will tackle as well. And it'll play into the drama as well. You want more than just the A storyline, the A plot as you watch a drama. But I would say for me, I would say the thing that stood out the most in my opinion was actually the production quality. So this is one of Apple TV Plus's first series. And you can really tell that Apple put millions upon millions of dollars into creating this show, where from a cinematic point of view, all the scenes are shot well, are lit well, the sets look good. You don't think that there were any budget constraints, except for one doctor interview with Obama, which they could have put a little more time into. (laughs) But other than that, it looked amazing. And I think that helps keep you in that world where it's visually pleasing. So you you can get through some of these heavier storylines, which they can be a downer. Let's be real. You don't always want to watch a show about uh, these sexual harassment scandals. But I think there's a way that you can still make this an interesting series that hopefully we can learn from. And personally, I hope that doesn't become the only major plot line. I think there's a lot of other cool things they can do with the characters, especially with Alex and Bradley, and kind of see where those two go on their own, separate from Mitch. Yeah, I agree. I do hope that they focus the storyline more strongly between Alex and Bradley, because Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston are each giving great performances. And I am way more interested in seeing what happens with their relationship than what develops with Mitch. I also think that because so much has happened since this show initially went into production that so many very, very dark stories came out. The writers have said that this is not based on Matt Lauer, but it's hard to not see some similarities between Matt Lauer's exit from the Today Show and Mitch's exit from this morning show. And with Ronan Farrow's book, Catch and Kill, and other stories coming out, it's hard to not draw those comparisons. And so I don't want to think about that. I only want to think about the women on the show and how they survive and how they move on. Or if they do want to focus on Mitch's alleged transgressions, then I think the show should go much darker. They take sort of a gentle look at Mitch and with so much that has come out, we can't take it lightly. He can't be this cute character who smashes his television in when he sees Alex's announcement that he's leaving the show and that she's quote unquote throwing him under the bus. He smashes the television in and it is almost a funny scene and his wife leaves him. The tone of that scene doesn't feel as serious as the allegations right now that are levied against people in real life who have been accused of crimes similar to the ones that I assume we'll learn have been levied against Mitch. With regard to Alex and Bradley's relationship, where do you think it's going? Because I'm a little confused by them talking about 
Reese Witherspoon as this young ingenue in comparison to Jennifer Aniston because you immediately had me Google their ages as soon as we cut the show on. And they're seven years apart. So where do you see that going? I'm confused by her being the young and fresh one. You make a good point in that, as we discussed while watching, they're only seven years apart. They look very similar in age. So I think that Bradley's character is not only supposed to be the younger ingenue, but also a feisty new perspective that can bring something fresh to the morning show. And then you also have Alex, who has the history of being on the morning show with Mitch. And maybe a lot of people will associate her with Mitch since they were a duo. And so kind of moving on to Bradley gives you a fresh start. And I think that's a little unfortunate. I don't mind those two going head to head. And we actually see an interview where Alex is interviewing Bradley after her viral video. And it gets a little heated, you know. Alex makes some not so subtle jabs and Bradley jabs right back. And I think that's good, you know, to have that back and forth, the competitive nature between their relationship. And I think that could be fun, especially if they ended up being co-hosts together on the morning show. But I'm getting the vibes from everyone behind the scenes on the production staff for the morning show, the fictional morning show, and the TV network executive that they all see Bradley as a replacement, as the new version, as all they need going forward. And that makes me kind of sad that it has to be a one or the other choice. And I hope they flip that moving on in future episodes and that these hints that I'm picking up on are actually just kind of subverting where the storyline will actually go between the two. I hadn't even considered them bringing in Bradley as someone to outright replace Alex. Because I was so wrapped up in the fun of their debate, that actually ended up being my favorite part of the episode, was when Alex interviewed Bradley and accused her of becoming the story, which is the number one rule of what you're not supposed to do as a journalist. You're supposed to report truthfully on the news. And then Bradley had her moment of political exposition, which I think those words were a bit empty, just another big speech for the show. But otherwise, I loved their interaction. So I hope that we see them continue to challenge each other. And I'm excited for the producing staff on the show that are characters on the show. (laughs) They're also all stars as well. So you'll recognize a lot of these faces. Gugu Mbathura is one of them. Like we said, Mark Duplass and Ian Gomez. And all of these familiar faces, which is a testament to how stacked the show is, because the producing staff, I would argue, is the B or C level stories of the show. And each of those people could carry their own show. But they're all working in service to the show. So while they care about Alex and they call it a family, if she had a dip in ratings, they would get rid of her in service to the show. And the same thing for Bradley. She's this exciting, fresh new blood. But... If she doesn't mesh well with the audience in the beginning, they would get rid of her, even if they worked so hard to recruit her and woo her. And so I would love to see Alex and Bradley not only challenge each other, but also begrudgingly team up to figure out how to navigate this cutthroat production staff and the cutthroat politics generally of morning television and staying interesting. So unfortunately, I do have something to counter that wish. 
which is a fun fact about the show. Do you want to know what it is? This show is actually titled Morning Wars in Australia, which I think gives you a hint for what type of relationship Alex and Bradley will have in future episodes. While I also want them to work together, I'm getting the hint that the war on this morning show will be between them and not those two teaming up against the network. Oh, no, not even a begrudging matchup. Like how sometimes She-Ra and Katra have to work together. I don't understand your reference. She-Ra. I know. I just haven't seen it. She-Ra sometimes has to team up with her enemy because they'll have a larger common enemy. Usually they're on a different planet. There are dangerous things happening. And so they have to survive some sandstorm. And then after the sandstorm is over and they finish saving each other's lives, they go back to trying to harm each other. I could see that being Alex and Bradley's relationship with or without sandstorms. Well, you know, this is another fictional world. So why not? What if there's space travel on the morning show? I would love that. That would really open a lot of new possibilities (laughs) if this (laughs) suddenly turned into like a sci-fi series. On Keep It this week, Ira made a great point that great sci-fi and fantasy series at their core are soap operas with robots and aliens. So maybe. Maybe. Getting back to the morning show, before we head into our ratings, I have one final question for you. Are you ready? Yes. Do you even like morning news? Oh, that's such a good question in the sense that, is this relevant anymore? Do people watch morning television? Older audiences do, but is that the Apple TV audience? I don't know. Can you look up the stats on what the morning show audience looks like? Because I imagine it's 35, 40 plus, which isn't old per se, but I don't think that's who Apple TV is hoping to reach. And I know I don't watch any morning television programs. I get my news from scrolling through Apple News headlines and social media and checking out the headlines on some major outlets that I follow. Yeah, I'm in a similar position where the morning news is no longer a regular outlet for me. The last time it was, was when I was in high school and I would watch morning news while getting ready for school. But since then, it's not a part of my news routine. And I get my news from articles on the internet, podcasts that recap current events, YouTube videos that give me summaries and recaps of current events. So that doesn't fit me as an audience member, but I do have enough exposure to morning news and enough memories of watching morning news that this setup is not only familiar, but the appeal makes sense to me. That makes sense. There's some sense of nostalgia and familiarity that is evergreen. So Gen Z is only a tiny part of the viewing population. So the rest of us get it, even if we don't engage in it anymore. So me too. How about we head into our final ratings for The Morning Show on Apple TV Plus? What would you give it? I would give The Morning Show would try a couple more episodes. So I didn't love this pilot episode, but I I do think the seeds are there for this to be a great show. It's such a stacked cast. Like you said, BJ, the production is amazing. It looks incredible. It's so much care has gone into this show. It's very obvious, but I just didn't like the big speeches. I didn't think that much was said in them. 
But if they focus on the drama, let us see some great challenging moments between Alex and Bradley, then I think this show will be great. I imagine it'll be one of those like succession where you have to get through the first one, two, three episodes that lay the groundwork and explain the world to you clearly. And then you get to get all that juice, all that juicy drama, and you're sucked in. I agree. I have to give it a similar rating in that I would watch another episode before making a final decision. I think that this pilot episode does a good job of establishing where we're at, where we can go, and who we're following. But I think to really get a good grip on what this show is going to be about, you need another episode, or maybe even two, as Me Too said. So I'd say there's enough potential in this pilot. Definitely wasn't boring. Definitely held my interest. But I'm not sure if this is a show I want to keep going with. So give it one more episode, feel it out a little bit more, and then make your judgment call. And definitely make sure it's worth the one hour to get through an episode. It's a little longer than what we prefer, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. So if you want to find more of our ratings, head to our website at thepilotpodcast.com. You can subscribe to us on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And consider supporting us on patreon.com slash the pilot pod, where you can get access to exclusive episodes. You can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at the pilot pod. You can like us on Facebook at the pilot podcast. You can send thoughts, feelings. If you know of any morning show gossip, please to ask the pilot podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.